This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Drenched Californians say enough. Dallas Cowboys send Tom, 45-year-old Brady, packing. Could this be it for him? Certainly it is for this season. And the Bucks. And it was Martin Luther King Day. And in the words of the Reverend Bernice King, who leads the King Center at Atlanta, she said leaders, especially politicians, too often cheapen her father's legacy into a comfortable and convenient king offering easy platitudes on a federal holiday. She said we love to quote King in and around the holiday, but then refuse to leave to to live rather King 365 days of the year. She said that at a commemorative service at Ebenezer Baptist church where her father once preached good sentiment. Kate Delaney. Thanks so much for hanging with us. I was watching that game where Tom Brady didn't look very Brady esque, but he didn't have a lot of help from his friends on the Bucks team. And it was all about the Cowboys and how superior they were. We'll talk about the playoffs as we dive into some odds and ends but really truly we feel for our friends in california you know you look at los angeles and the rain totals you have to go back to the 1800s for the amount of rain that they've gotten if you want an upside to this i guess the upside is the drought was so bad that in some areas they've gotten more rain than they've gotten a couple of years so it is solving a little bit of that dilemma but it's creating others it is almost over. Monday, the last day of heavy rain for California. Relentless storms that have just ripped the state apart with flooding and mudslides and everything else in between that water can do. You know, you had about 175 people that had to be rescued from rising waters in San Joaquin County. Where is that? It's right near San Francisco. All in around San Francisco, it's been pretty bad. Flood watches. We're in effect for more than 8 million in Cali on Monday. And now, luckily, this is all being pushed out. So the flash flooding, the mudslides, the landslides, still a little bit of a concern. And there's the heavy snow in the Sierra Nevada mountains. Just impossible to get in and out of Lake Tahoe almost. Just absolutely uh, crazy. There is fatigue out there, that's for sure. Crazy, crazy amounts of fatigue because again, of the amount of rain and uh, the amount of incredible events that have happened as a result of that. More cars floating than one can imagine. Just absolutely crazy. Rescue teams doing their jobs from the north to the south. We've talked about a lot of those stories in between. That's for Sure. Other things that are really popping up, I guess, on the radar, I would say, is there still is conversation about it. And, and I can understand why. Absolutely. It was a shocker. Lisa Marie Presley and the fact that she was the really the sole owner of her father's estate. She was running it with her mother, Priscilla, for most of the time. But she dies at 54 unexpectedly 
of cardiac arrest. And then you look at now stories that are popping up as to what it cost and what she inherited from the king. She inherited $100 million from everything that was part of Presley's, um, I guess, albums, memorabilia, everything that was part of the Elvis Presley enterprise. She was the only child of Elvis was left that entire estate in his will when he died in 77 at age 42. So I would think that everything there, and this is what's being said, will move on when it comes to Graceland and people coming to visit. It's one of, it's one of the biggest places, destinations in the United States, like in the top five for people from other places in the world to come and see in places uh, and people rather in the United States. But now there's these stories about, um, how much she was bringing in a month from her father's estate and business, and then how much was owed, of course. And the monthly expenses were absolutely crazy, like $23,000 in uh, rent. But again, I think the concern that a lot of people had was, wow, what does it mean if if there's this money that's owed, the IRS and the debt, and what will that do to Graceland? And the answer is it will still remain open and roll on business as usual. But very sad story about uh, Presley. Again, 54, went to the Gold Globe Awards, and then a couple of days later she dies of a cardiac arrest. Really, really tough, leaving uh, several kids behind. Moving on from... Presley and what happens to uh, his mansion and, again, tributes that have poured in for that family uh, and concern for the family. You go to what else is going on in Ukraine. And the fact is, and we talked about this as we kicked off the week in our last show, the missile strike that hit the Ukraine on a building that there were so many people that were in that building 40 people were killed, but there were dozens others, dozens of other people in Dnepro that uh, were injured during that strike. So there are still people, too, that are missing. The rescue teams, days later, are still picking through the rubble in the hopes of finding more survivors. When you have almost 100 people injured and 14 of them children It was a building that was home to about 1,700 people, and it just brings home what is going on in uh, Ukraine. You have President Zelensky, who took to the airwaves to talk about how awful this was, how the strikes absolutely confirming that crews with dogs were trying to find people and that 30 missiles were launched and that uh, 20 of them were shut, shot down, but others got through, and saying that the enemy will definitely receive our response on the battlefield. So that continues to be of big concern for the people that are there, for what are the developments moving forward this year in 2023, how long does this go on in February, in the beginning of February, it will be one year since Russia invaded Ukraine and how they set up, 
you know, set up along the borders and used it as kind of a staging ground and then ultimately rolled in. And we've got Ukraine soldiers who are in the U.S. for Patriot air defense training, and the timing couldn't be better for that. Soldiers from the armed forces of Ukraine are at Fort Sill, Oklahoma, to start that training. And the Pentagon's confirmed that, saying that the same instructors who teach U.S allied and partner nations are doing this training and and that uh the training will take several months so that they're absolutely skilled on being able to operate the patriot missile defense system to help counter russia's attacks against the civilian population and the infrastructure and this is something that they desperately desperately need in ukraine Coming up, tweet this, so much still happens despite Elon Musk and his attempts to, I think, tank the Twittersphere. It couldn't be bigger, so what's trending? We're talking about it on the flip side. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. My name is Milan Vukovic. Ten years ago, I got frustrated with the quality of Pau Diarco tea sold in the stores. So, I founded the Pau Diarco Tea Club that now ships our super tea to over 100 countries. You too can order or get info about the original pure Pau Diarco super tea at www.drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. Why settle for less when you can order original pure Pau Diarco and drink super tea for only $34.95 per pound plus shipping? Each pound makes 300 cups, which is the equivalent of 12 cents per cup for the original pure Pau Diarco super tea. 
Order now at www.drinksupertea.com. That's drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. Hello, Twitter bird. Tweet a little tweet on Twitter. Any little thing will do. Every single tweet's a winner. You can do it too. Yes, tweet a little tweet on Twitter. Everyone will know what's new. Tweet a little tweet. It's up to you. It is true. I mean, look, so many people use Twitter to communicate. There's no question about it. Uh, school districts do it. Police departments do it. City councils do it i mean you name the entity and i can look it up and tell you yeah of course that's where you'll find immediate answers right because that has become the preferred method it's easy boom to hit people up and let them know something's going on right when hurricane ian was happening you wanted to see the worst areas not to be in and where people were being evacuated that's where you looked Californians who are soaked and tired, as I said, weary of all of the rain, road closures and road closures, by the way, that are going to go on for a while. And then just when things are happening that shouldn't be happening, people have their phones that are basically making them videographers now and they're they're shooting whatever they're seeing and putting it out on Twitter, and then if it goes viral, it really starts to trend. People see it, and often it is evidence in so many uh, court cases, both whether we're talking about criminal court cases or whether we're talking about white-collar crime sometimes or just simple divorces. There is the whole twitter profile and going through it so you get you get the deal i mean listen it is it it is the the town square absolutely so trending on twitter we just had the cowboys at the buccaneers and one of the big stories was brett maher who is the kicker for the cowboys missed four extra points so for those of you who are not football fans, you know, you're basically lining up and what we call a chip shot, knocking it in to the in between the uprights. And he didn't do that four times. And it was shocking to see that. But the Cowboys crushed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So in the end, it that part didn't matter. They they had enough ammunition to win, but the concern would be moving on. So there were a lot of interesting funny kind of memes that and they were memes that were out there on twitter showing pictures of you know video of of somebody going into the cowboys practice facilities but being locked out and saying uh this is maher coming to work (laughs) tomorrow and so on and so forth right (laughs) And and then, of course, the fact that it was such a, um, a, a blowout, there were a lot of um, 
tweets about that. Good night, Brady. See you, Brady. Uh, could this be the end of the old man? And putting uh, memes of seriously old, aging people uh, with footballs in their hands and just, you know, really kind of funny, crazy things. And then, and then in between what was actually going on in the game, because as I said, that's the record. So somebody wanted to keep score and they couldn't watch the game and they're on Twitter. They say, Oh, here's a little footage of what happened. Uh, and, and this is what happened at the end. And, and this is how they scored first. And, you know, just actually in real time getting updates on, for example, Dalton Schultz, 22 yard touchdown pass, you know, from, um, from Dak Prescott catching that in 22 yards, boom, there's a score. So you'd see a little bit of video of that that's normal for sports, right? That's the kind of stuff that you, you see during the game. They had an exclusive preview of the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is incredibly popular on Disney plus. I will tell you, I got sucked into the Mandalorian. So hashtag I watch it, the Mandalorian. It starts streaming on March 1st and it is only on Disney plus this is a continuation a different version of the whole star wars thing if you will and you know for example um there is the character grogu and i'll let you figure out who grogu is you certainly know it if you think about it just change the letters around maybe some of you are fans and so you know so there were little um there were Little slices of video there, like uh, somebody put uh, the Mandalorian, this is the way, because that's one of the phrases that's used, this is the way. And then there was uh, being hyped up, there was a little slice of what it will look like this season, and it says the new season of the Mandalorian starts streaming March 1st, only on Disney+. And Robert Iger, who is running Disney, said, watch the NFL on ESPN, see the trailer for the new season of The Mandalorian. I call that a great night. So he was pumping it up, as were others doing the same thing. And then one thing that I thought was really cool, I saw a uh, on Twitter, there was a fan who wrote The Mandalorian Season 3 trailer, but what it actually was was stormtroopers of all different sorts hundreds of them coming down escalators. So it looked like it was some sort of a convention. It was pretty wild to see it. It was very clever, and and that's what it was meant to be from a fan excited about the Mandalorian coming back. And then there was, um, oh, there was a couple of things. There was Carl Weathers, who wrote uh, This Is The Way, And by season five of The Mandalorian, I expect Grief Karga to complete his transformation into a planetary leader composed entirely of clothes, (laughs) showing the transformation of the character. So there was there were a lot of funny, funny things that uh, that were on that. And then the other thing, another thing I noticed that was trending. And so when when it's trending like The Mandalorian 48,000 plus tweets. The Cowboy game at the Buccaneers and the different things that happened 
over that 50,000 tweets. Uh, then you had Pedro Pascal, 61,000 tweets. And of course that goes to the Mandalorian and the main character. Um, then you had trending, you had Russell Gage and Russell Gage Jr., who's popular, put uh, God's timing is always perfect. And then he showed, you know, different different scenes of prayers up for Russell Gage uh, of the Buccaneers because it, it, everybody remembers when DeMar Hamlin, the Bills player, went down and couldn't breathe and obviously died on the field and, and had to be um, revived and had a cardiac arrest and then went in the hospital and, you know, he's recovering. Russell Gage goes down and you start to see players kneeling down, both Cowboys and Tampa Bay Bucks. And, and so he gets carted off the field, not the same situation as what happened with uh, DeMar Hamlin, but a scary moment nonetheless. So another reminder about what happens in pro football. So certainly there's a lot of sports mixed in between with that. And uh, again, just showing the moments of hope he's okay and uh, that kind of thing. And, and, and he, and, you know, again, showing the break, we'll take a break. They step aside that whole thing. Was it a serious injury? He left the game with an injury, so that's never, ever, ever a good thing. That's for sure. So that's it for Tweet This. That was the main deal of what was being talked about, a lot of it focusing on that game, also the preview of The Mandalorian. Uh, Also, Joe Biden is another thing because of the documents. That's another uh, thing that has been trending, Biden and the and the secret documents and it's not uh it's not a surprise either because that has been on the mind of so many people because it seems like every time you turn around it's like oh no here we go again so in this case to my point of people going to twitter to express themselves barbara streisand says the press is equating the classified documents taken by president biden and trump The former searched through his documents and promptly returned them to the archive. The latter deliberately held them back until an FBI search. 1,700 people looked at that one. Representative Jim Jordan says what prompted them to look for Joe Biden's classified documents? Question mark. 4.2 million looked at that. Representative Mark Green, oh, I give up. Why, why, why are Biden's personal attorneys who have no security clearance searching for additional classified documents instead of the FBI? 1.4 million on Green's Twitter. Mailbag next. Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain, until one day the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. 
If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327. Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. USA News, I'm Tim Berg. Winter weather is continuing to impact flights across the country. According to flight tracker FlightAware, there were over 2,800 flights that were canceled on Monday with over 7,900 flights delayed. Chicago Midway, Chicago O'Hare, Dallas Fort Worth, and Denver International Airports were among the most that were impacted. This as governors across the country, including Kentucky Democratic Governor Andy Brashear, are calling up the National Guard to assist travelers. The National Guard is currently deploying personnel and equipment to armories located near travel corridors that either have been or we think will be significantly impacted. Former President Trump has won the Iowa caucus. The former president will now take a lion's share of the state's 40 delegates for USA Radio News. I'm Tim Berg. I'm Ben Utech. I played high school, college, and pro football, helping my team win the 2006 championship. It was an amazing day, but it can't compare to the joy I feel every day with my loving wife and three beautiful daughters. My football career ended after I suffered my fifth concussion. Did you know that over a million athletes suffer a concussion each year? That includes boys and girls, every age, every type and level of sport. It isn't always clear that a player has had a concussion, so parents, athletes, and coaches need to learn about concussion signs and symptoms. The American Academy of Neurology recommends athletes thought to have a concussion be immediately removed from play and not returned until assessed by a healthcare professional trained in concussion. This isn't just about sports. It's about your brain. When in doubt, sit it out. Learn more at aan.com slash concussion. That's aan.com slash concussion. A message from the American Academy of Neurology. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few highlights. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I have been using Extendivite for many years. Great product. I use regularly, and I rarely get sick. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Yeah. <laughs> 
milk. Can we talk about the milk, please, man? I'm dying to talk about the milk with you all day, okay? Yes, thank you once again. 24-7 available, Kate, at katedelaneyradio.com, and you're always filling it up. So let's go to our first one. This is from Jack, who says... Kate, black box recovered at all in that Nepal crash? I saw some video of it. Very, very sad. It was very sad. Hundreds of people searched that gorge where that airplane crashed and the black boxes were recovered and they're still searching for three other people. 72 people were on board that uh, flight. It was strange. It looked like it from the video that that uh, was out there, it looked like oh, it's just it's just like having a problem. And it's coming down, but oh no, it came right down on that gorge. So three people still counted as missing. They don't think they're going to locate survivors. This is a 300 meter deep gorge. That's where it went down, and it's made it difficult. And that's why the black box concern because they had to um, take ropes basically and go all the way down into that gorge and look and look and look. And, uh, yeah, there were people from all different countries that were on the plane. It was really a tourist plane. And and then there were some plenty of nationals, too, that were there. And, uh, um, yeah, again, trying to figure out what it was. What did they see? What was it? That's why they need the black boxes that pulled that down. It left went up at like 10:30 in the morning and then uh it was just a short flight and then it it went down it 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 crashed over this gorge which is east of of the city at uh you know 20 minutes later so it was a a, a shocker and i think that's why there were probably different angles of that and uh, what not? They even de- the prime minister there even declared it a uh, day of mourning on National Day of Mourning on Monday. All right, this is from Max Kate Delaney. I know you were watching that game, The Mandalorian. I know you watched The Mandalorian season three. Who's your favorite character? That's easy. It's Grogu, and I made a uh, I made a reference to Grogu earlier. And I'll just tell you, it's Baby Yoda. I mean, that's what it is. You're talking about Yoda as a baby, and I just think it's the most hilarious. So, I mean, uh, Boba Fett, you know, there's a couple others I certainly like. But Grogu is um, is cool. I don't know. I like Pedro Pascal, too. He's the actor who plays the Mandalorian, for, for sure. And... And there are countless other good actors in that. I, I'm hooked. I am just hooked on The Mandalorian. It's kind of a backstory with me. I'll tell you the backstory. I told my nephew and the hubs that, yeah, I'm not really a Star Wars fan. I know that doesn't really go with the things that I like, but I just, I don't know why. I never got hooked in it. And they made me or really chided me into watching it, them all again and I and watching all the movies and I I decided you know what now watching it I actually like it and so the new offerings of the new offerings the Mandalorian is absolutely my favorite so thanks for asking that Max if we were having a conversation I would ask you who's your favorite character email me that all right we move on to this one this is from Kara who says 
Kate, checking in, a weary Californian. You have a lot of listeners here. I'm listening to you on KCAA. I have family all over California. We're checking in constantly with each other. I even have a couple of good friends that live sort of in that Tahoe area, and they say it's it's been awful. You can't get in or out, period. There's just a wall of snow everywhere that you look. School has been canceled again and again and again. And we're dealing with all kinds of flooding all over the place. You know that. You've talked about it. And the drought was one thing, but I think most of us will be so happy to get out of this atmospheric river nonsense that we're hearing too much about. Well, yeah, we keep saying it. You're right. You know, 8 million people were still under a flood watch until midnight Monday for the coastal central California area. And I think the scary thing is, because I live there, and I lived in Santa Barbara, San Luis Obispo County, that, that whole area there is the mudslides and the landslides because the land is oversaturated with the massive amounts of downpours and then getting inundated again. I mean, California's had, I guess, more than 500 landslides since December 30th. That's crazy. And and I know this from hurricanes and, and whatnot in Florida, the... Trees can topple when you get that weakened soil, and then there's more power outages and just more, in general, misery and stuff that you have to deal with. And and uh, now it's going to be about drying out, digging out, and uh, the rest of it. So, Cara, good luck to you and your family for sure. Okay, we move on yet again. This one, all different uh, kinds of interesting emails I got from people. This one I got from Abe, who says, oh... Enough with the whole Biden in the papers. What a what a dummy is what I think it is. And and who knows what's in these documents and it is poor timing for the Democrats as per usual. And and of course everybody is weighing in on this, including Trump, which I actually don't blame them for that. But what is in the documents? Of course, this is what we want to know. And then there was the story, Kate, and you talked about it that um what was the log who was visiting his house because they found the documents in the garage. And then the answer came back. There was no log, just like there was no log at Mar-a-Lago for Donald Trump. I guess they live like most of us. They don't keep logs at their front doors for people who come in to visit thinking that they might steal something. Oh yeah. Like the classified documents. Um, Yes, it, you know, here's the thing. At this point, the attorney general gave some details about a special counsel and Robert Hur is the special counsel in this case. And, um, and the thing that happened is November 4th, the National Archives contacted the Justice Department to say the White House notified them that the documents that had classification markings were at the Penn Biden Center, it's a think tank in D.C., that he used after leaving the VP office in 2017. And um, then the story breaks about the documents, besides the ones at the center, about the documents at his home in the garage, right? That there were more, small number it was described, with classified markings at his Wilmington house. And the lawyers 
say these go back to the vice presidency too. I mean, so the latest thing we have that just happened this week is what I said. There is a special counsel and they're going to investigate this. And that's what the scoop is. They're going to review the places, the documents, all, all of that and um, move forward in, in that way. But the curiosity level um, is absolutely a hundred percent there. Speaking of curiosity, uh, this one from Jake and he says, Kate, Jake here, longtime listener in Austin, Texas, and I've been emailing you for a long time. I'll tell you what, um, the people in New York who elected Santos must be besides them, beside themselves having him as the representative. Every day there is some other crazy lie or exaggeration that breaks about something that he said he did that then is proven to be false. So if they can get him on a money thing, then I think he's out, but that might be pretty tough to do. So that means they got a couple years of his representation and it's got to be probably about those campaign funds. That's the way they could remove him. Yeah. Bingo, bingo. He could be removed if he broke campaign finance laws. So the the push, especially for the New York Democrats, is to figure that out. So and, and the chair of the House Oversight Committee is saying if he broke campaign finance laws, he has to be removed from Congress. So that would be a no brainer. But let's see if that's the the case. I mean. New York Republicans are calling on the feds to freeze his campaign funds to try to um, uncover all of that. Right. They're they're asking the Department of Justice to uh, to do that. I mean, it's wild because now Kevin McCarthy is even saying he hasn't said anything about, yes, he should be removed or any of that. But he said that uh, he admitted that he always had a few questions about George Santos's resume but he didn't say much as to he just said that he in in an interview he was asked about it he just said uh yeah i just had a few questions about him and part of that is because the reporter was asking about how a santos staffer was caught impersonating mccarthy's chief of staff to make fundraising calls during the 2020 and 2022 house campaigns and uh that's one of the things that that happened. So when he was asked, he said, uh, you know, I, I, I thought some things were, were odd about it. And of course there's so many fabrications. It's absolutely crazy. The things that he said on this resume, but then that goes to the whole vetting process and shame on, you know, that district for not vetting him closer. It'd be easy to make a couple of quick phone calls for goodness sake to verify a few things on that resume. And how could they not have done at least that? You can email me once again, day or night, 24-7, kate at katedelaneyradio.com. Ever 
feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea naturally builds good cells and kills bad cells. So it's great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting an infection, diabetes, or cancer. To order, visit drinksupertea.com or call 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com, 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. We all have heard about the benefits of fish oils, but what about the presence of heavy metals, PCBs, dioxins, furans, and other contaminants found in fatty tissues of fish? GCNteam.com recognizes this risk and offers IFOS certified tested omega-3 fatty acids. EPA, DHA, insist on IFOS omega-3 fatty acid certification. Get the best at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy. The final phase of extermination is set to commence now. And as population die-off becomes evident, you know it is the time of punishment in all that is written. The cover for mass die-off is evolution and global warming frauds, also used as false proof of their Christ. They are from the lines that were disinherited 2,000 years ago. Now they claim to be his Christ based upon blood type, DNA, and long lifespan. Go to unveilingthem.com. That's U-N-V-E-I-L-I-N-G them.com.
mess up this flight. Wow, perfect to usher in odds and ends because there was a close call as two packed planes almost collided on a runway at New York's JFK. One of them, 100 miles an hour is going. Imagine, put on the brakes, put on the brakes. Very strange. And, And one of the planes was on the wrong runway. So scary to hear about that. And people would be surprised how often that happens. But this was really a close miss. One crossed onto the runway as the other was about to take off. What a terrible Friday the 13th close call that would have been if there had been a collision. It happened almost at 9 o'clock. A crew noticed an American airliner's jetliner crossing onto the runway from an adjacent taxiway just as Delta, one of their planes, was about to take off. The Delta pilot slammed on the brake just in time to avoid that tragedy. The plane was carrying about 150 people. It stopped 1,000 feet away from the American Airlines plane. The takeoff was aborted after air traffic controllers noticed another aircraft crossing the runway in, in front of the jetliner. Really, really scary. No one was hurt. But uh, the Delta passengers who were going to the Dominican Republic, they missed out on one night of their trip because they got sent back to the gate. They gave them hotels for the night, and then they came back the next day and then uh, flew out. But, boy, and then the other one was going to London, That left and arrived in the U.K. on time on Saturday morning. And uh, very chilling to hear and see the craziness of, of what happened there. This was a good moment over the weekend. The good moment is when a good guy gets awarded for, in my opinion, what he portrayed as an actor and made something of in the role of a lifetime. He calls it the whale. Brendan Fraser really rose to popularity when he played, you know, he was in the mummy and subsequently that had a franchise and, and he became very well known for that and other roles too as Tarzan you know, the whole George of the Jungle thing. And, and he was in several other movies and, and whatnot. But uh, this was an interesting one for him. And he said that uh, he wasn't near Hollywood, so they must have put breadcrumbs out. They followed the breadcrumbs and found him again. He was very emotional, playing a severely overweight man, dealing with his daughter. And here's what he said when he won a Critics' Choice Award over the weekend. If you, like a guy like Charlie, who I played in this movie, in any way struggle with obesity, or you just feel like you're in a dark sea, I want you to know that if you too can have the strength to just get to your feet and go to the light, good things will happen. Yeah, so there you go. Um, One of the better speeches, I think, for the offerings of another awards show. It's that awards season. And he said the movie is about love and redemption when he he also went through a little bit more on the speech. And uh, it it was a big, big moment for uh, him winning that for Best Actor. And then, of course, like I said, it is awards season, a season rather. Who knows if he'll win any more uh, awards. What's interesting is 
you look at the audience for that, right? We do like a cheap movie review here. A lot of you wanted me to bring that back and, and I did. And that's talking about what movies are out and looking at a movie, but the ratings for that, it was on CW. Chelsea Handler was the host. And I looked at the ratings, the ratings for that broadcast, um, were not very good. I mean, the ratings were less than 1.1 million, drew 900,000 viewers. This, These are the early Nielsen numbers. So a little bit of a dip even from last year, what they had last year with the Critics' Choice Awards. But I think people weren't watching. I mean, here's an example. the The ratings winner of that night of Sunday night was the NBC broadcast of the AFC wildcard NFL matchup between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Ravens. That game, 21.2 million viewers. Huge. The demographic, the, the targeted demographic, 18 to 49, big. 5.6 in that rating. So football, football, football draws huge numbers, especially when you're talking about playoffs. But I think award shows just don't do it for people anymore. I I don't think award shows, I I don't know if I were trying to put together an award show, how would I do it? Maybe through some kind of mechanism of streaming, which is what they're, what they're, they're offering too, but they just do not draw the uh, the eyeballs for that. All right, odds and ends includes the Cowboys at the Buccaneers score, the final score, 31 to 14. So now the Dallas Cowboys move on and they'll take on San Francisco next week. And what happened in this game is both offenses were a little bit slow out of the gate, but then, boy, things really turned around for Dak Prescott, who was, I think, under fire for a lousy performance the week before. He had an incredible performance in the end. He was 25 of 33 for 305 yards and four touchdowns. He also rushed for a score, added 24 yards on the ground. He was doing everything he could to, I think, make something happen. So, as I mentioned, the Cowboys go for their divisional round matchup with the 49ers. That'll happen on the West Coast at Levi Stadium. On Sunday at 6.30 Eastern, it kicks. And the Buccaneers, who knows, Brady in the offseason, he'll hit free agency, deciding his next move. Does he play again next year? Does he decide, okay, I'm done? Who knows? He is has not offered anything in that department. So we'll wait and see. Uh, when he was asked about, he wasn't going to tell Troy Aikman, as Troy Aikman said, who called the game, but... He did mention that he would he would it would be a decision he would make and that would be that. So he's not gonna I, I guess he's not gonna retire and unretire and you know who knows? Who knows? And odds and ends, another quick football thing here. Dallas scored the three touchdowns in the first half, but Brett Maher couldn't connect with the extra points. It would have been nearly perfect, except for that. I mean, he missed one point, he missed a second point, and then he misses a third point, another point. It was the yips, a terrible, terrible case of the the yips missing his first four attempts against the Buccaneers. He did make one, finally, and there was a loud cheer even from the 
a sarcastic cheer from the crowd at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. But boy, what a struggle. Um, this is a kicker that has been clutch for them all year. And it did seem like in the end, especially after he made the last one, that he has the support of his teammates. But you go into the playoffs, you got to have the guy who can kick because so often it'll come down to a kick. A point here, a point there, and uh, you're you're out of luck if you can't if you have a kicker who can't nail even the simplest, uh, almost automatic kicks for those extra points. That can be absolutely, I mean, absolutely, absolutely deadly. All right, and then this is an interesting odds and ends story. We always think of China and the population, but China announced its first population decline in decades. They are the world's most populous nation, and the birth rate has plunged. The National Bureau of Statistics said on Tuesday that the country had 850,000 fewer people at the end of 2022 than the previous year. The tally includes only the population, though, of mainland China. It excludes Hong Kong and Macau, as well as foreign residents. So that could make a very big difference there. But give or take, that leaves a total of 1.41 billion people. Wow, 1.41 billion people still sounds like a lot to me, that's for sure. Men, by the way, outnumbering women by 722.6 million to 689.69 million. On that note, it's a wrap for this hour. It's 2023, peeps. Thanks so much for listening. Still make it count. Hi, this is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. Go to katedelaneyradio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog. Yeah, that's Guinness. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney. At Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to katedelaneyradio.com.